WSB 24-Hour News Center, Georgia Execution Countdown. We'll have the latest in just a moment. First, though, just now getting some word from Beverly Hall's lawyers after news today. The former Atlanta school superintendent has died. WSB's Veronica Waters live in the newsroom with the latest. Yeah, Chandler, the attorneys say it is a sad duty acknowledging that Dr. Beverly Hall, they say, lost her long, difficult battle against breast cancer this morning. We've known about her stage four cancer for about a year was what kept her out of a Fulton County courtroom where 12 defendants, co-defendants of hers, were standing trial for standardized test cheating. Coincidentally, this cheating taking place in 2009, the same year Dr. Hall was named National Superintendent of the Year by the American Association of School Administrators. Dr. Hall's lawyers say that she fought the disease with great courage and dignity, and she wanted to get well enough to stand trial. And to her lawyers, she said she wanted to get a fair trial. Lawyers go on to tell us she was never concerned about the outcome of a trial because she just wanted it to be fair. And she thought that the jury would hear her contentions and that she would be acquitted. In the end, they say she was not strong enough to go to trial, but that had been her earnest hope. Dr. Beverly Hall dead today at the age of 66. Reporting live, Veronica Waters, WSB. 57 degrees on Peachtree Street. It's 401. News brought to you by Renters Warehouse, WSB Meteorologist. Kirk Mello says upper 40s to 90s. Updating a good chance of rain tomorrow. Atlanta's most accurate and dependable forecast is coming up. Now triple team traffic, Doug Turnbull. We've got breaking news on the West Expressway, I-20 eastbound between Fulton Industrial Boulevard at 285. I counted about 13 police cars on the WSB jam cam that have ended a police chase there. Two left lanes are blocked, two right lanes are open, but a big spectacle that's jamming I-20 in both directions there on the west side. Getting word from our traffic trooper on the south side, all lanes being shut down temporarily to move something, it sounds like. 85 southbound at Highway 154, exit number 51 in Coweta County, accounting for the delays there. How about downtown, Kip McCarthy? Southbound slows, 85-400 merge to I-20. Northbound new crash reported around North Avenue, 10th Street. It slows north of I-20. Chris Giovanni, Cool Ray Carrier Traffic Center. Interlude 25 eastbound, traffic trooper Ron needing 29 minutes for... 400 going all the way around DeKalb County down to I-20. You're heavy between 485. Out of loop, you're slowing just west of 400 and slowing again before the river in Cobb County. Doug Turnbull. Get you to the northern suburbs next on WSB. Well, she is running out of appeals this hour, and as of right now, Kelly Gissendan is set to be put to death tonight at the state prison in Jackson. WSB's John Lewis is there, live. And Chris Gissendan, as we know, is convicted and condemned for orchestrating the 1997 murder of her husband, she was convicted by the jury in Gwinnett County in 1998. Now, according to prosecutors, and this was shown later on, she had not only purchased the items that were used in the killing, but she convinced the man who actually did the killing, Gregory Owens, to steal her husband's ring and watch to make it look like a robbery. Now, both of them, Owens and Kissendanner, were both offered deals by the, from the district attorney in uh, Gwinnett. He accepted. She did not. That's why he's eligible for parole in about seven years. As for Gissendanner, she's scheduled to be executed at 7 o'clock tonight. Reporting live from Jackson, Georgia, John Lewis, WSB. Arrived now in Washington, Israeli President, Prime Minister Netanyahu asks, what should I do? American leaders worry about the security of their country. Israeli leaders worry about the survival of their country. He'll give his hotly controversial address to Congress tomorrow, subject new sanctions on Iran. He wants them. President Obama doesn't. More about this. Jamie Dupree's on Live with Sean Hannity just after this newscast. Iraqi forces launch a large-scale offensive to recapture Saddam Hussein's hometown from ISIS. Baghdad says its forces are approaching to Crete from different directions but have yet to enter the city. Pentagon says no U.S. air support has been requested, at least not yet. WSB News Time 403. The breaking news. 
weather and traffic you depend on. On your schedule. Now updated at WSB Radio app. Get the latest news and triple team traffic when you want it. On demand with the WSB Radio app. Download it now from the App Store and Google Play. Hey, Atlanta, Sean Hannity here with a question. Have you ever thought about renting out your house? Well, you should. I do. And I recommend my friends at Renters Warehouse. Now, why rent your home? Well, let me break down the reasons for you. You know, renting affords you long-term equity in real estate versus a one-time profit or even a loss. Now, someone else pays your mortgage while you collect monthly cash. And take it from me, owning rental property can be a great way to reduce your personal taxes And even renter's warehouse fees are tax deductible. Now, renting is easy, it's fast, it's worry-free with professional landlords. You pay no upfront fee, no marketing fees, no cancellation fees, and you can cancel at any time. So find out how much your home will rent for with a free rental price analysis. Just go to renterswarehouse.com or call 404-662-2322 and get your free rental price analysis today. renterswarehouse.com. So what will your home rent for? Don't spend another year in the same kitchen. Update those outdated countertops and backsplash with Granite Transformations. They make it so easy. They send out a designer and walk through your selections and pick out the countertops and backsplash that are going to last a lifetime. Now, when it comes to remodeling, Granite Transformations is the only company I trust. Call now for interest-free financing through 2017. You don't have to wait till next year for that new kitchen. Call 678 Hey, it's the Talkmaster with the story about virtual imaging, free heart scan offer, sales weasel, early 50s, took them up on the offer, 90% blockage. A life-saving procedure about a week later. Now, happily retired like me, peace of mind. What are you waiting for? They can even detect things like colon cancer. Call them now, mention my name, get a free heart scan with a few minimum requirements, 770-730-0119. 770-730-0119, virtualimagingatl.com. WSU News Time 406, now live team coverage of traffic and weather. First triple team traffic again, Doug Turnbull. All lanes blocked on the south side, Coweta County, 85 South, Highway 154, exit 51 to move some trouble down there. End of a police chase, about a dozen plus police cars there with it on 20 eastbound between Fulton Industrial and 285, delays in both directions. Two left lanes are blocked on the eastbound side, so even worse there. 85 northbound, not too bad, 13 minutes. Traffic to Rich says 285 to 316, Kim McCarthy 400. You'll find slow traffic around 285, breaking free north Abernathy. It's getting a little sluggish up near McFarland in 141. Southbound's okay. Northwest, Steve Wynn's local Ray Carrier Traffic Center. 75 northbound. A few brake lights forming now between Delk Road and Canton Road in Cobb County with 575 still hassle-free at this point going through Cobb and Cherokee counties. Doug Turnbull. Triple team traffic. will keep you updated. WSB. I'm WSB meteorologist Kirk Mollish with Atlanta's most accurate and dependable forecast. For tonight, partly cloudy to mostly cloudy. Isolated showers. Lows 44 to 48. Tomorrow, some morning fog possible, cloudy, with scattered showers 70% likely, highs 49 northeast, 63 southwest, lows 47 to 53. Wednesday, mostly cloudy, a 60% chance of showers during the day, 70% at night, highs 70, lows 32 to 43. 57 degrees. Thursday, a 70% chance of showers, except a chance of freezing drizzle northwest, highs 37 to 43, and lows 28 to 32. Sorry, 57 degrees on Peachtree Street at 407. Just in from Wall Street, the NASDAQ has closed above 5,000. Not a record high, but it is the highest in 15 years since the very height of the dot-com bubble. WSB News Time 407. I'm Chris Chandler, News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Depend on it. 
Find WSB's Eric Erickson. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center is active. That guarantees you'll hear breaking news, weather, and traffic alerts immediately during Hannity and during Atlanta's evening news 5 to 7. Depend on it. Sean Hannity. The new, the new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. Jamie Dupree comes right at you from the Hill in D.C. On the Sean Hannity Show. What a newsday this is. A lot going on in Washington. He's the most connected man in Washington, D.C. Hey, Sean, how you doing? I just found out Obama's going to counter Netanyahu's speech with a Reuters interview. Why doesn't he... Inter- why does I know he's making a mistake. He ought to go be interviewed again by the woman with green lipstick who takes a bath in milk and Fruit Loops. Go back with her. I think that's a far more credible news site. Well, obviously, he wants to do Reuters to get the more foreign angle. I, I was interested in, in listening to Netanyahu today before APAC and how much he joked at the beginning about all the attention to his speech. And it seemed to me he was clearly trying to downplay the rift and, in a sense, maybe hoping that the, the White House would come out swinging against him and that he wouldn't look yeah. at, you know, that he was ban- being the bad guy. You know what? Let me, let like me play that. what you're referring to because we didn't get to it in the last hour. This is an important part of that speech. Let me play it. And I also bring to you news that you may not have heard. See, I'll be speaking in Congress tomorrow. You know, never has so much been written about a speech that hasn't been given. (laughs) And I'm not going to speak today about the content of that speech. But I do want to say a few words about the purpose of that speech. First, let me clarify what is not the purpose of that speech. My speech is not intended to show any disrespect to President Obama or the esteemed office that he holds. I have great respect for both. I thought it was interesting, Sean, that he decided to, to go at it that way and to lay that out at the beginning of his statement today. The You know, we've talked a lot about how many people might boycott in the Congress. I'm up to 34. Really, 30. The number is not that big. It, yeah, it might get tiny. up to 40 or something like that. So, yeah. you know, in that sense, there are Democrats who won't be there, but it's it's not going to be the big part of the story like maybe we wondered a few weeks ago. Uh, you'll have a majority of Democrats certainly there, some grumbling a bit. But others, I, I just I look to Senator Charles Schumer of New York as a perfect example. Oh, I uh, bet he'll be enthusiastic. Yeah, he's going to be there. I mean, it might not be the perfect thing, but there are some members of the Black Caucus who won't be there and some other Democrats. But for the most part, uh, in that joint meeting, it'll be a, a pretty strong thing. One little note, and this won't happen tomorrow, but what used to occur back when there was uh, a page school in the House of Representatives and you'd have foreign leaders come, I remember the Canadian Prime Minister coming, Brian Mulroney, back in the 80s. I, I met him. I love that guy. The Canadian press was horrified when I told them uh, at the time that if the enough members didn't show up, they'd just put pages and other staff members on the floor to fill the seats. <laughs> uh, what we've been told is the ticket is pretty hot for this Netanyahu speech. I heard a couple members saying exactly that in the hallways last week. No, I heard that as as well. You know, you know where John Kerry is today? And I'm not, this isn't a quiz. Do you know where he is today? I do not know. He is with the Iranian Foreign Minister in Geneva. Now, doesn't that really show a lack of priorities and respect? I went through the history since Obama's been president of all the things that he has done and said to dis Israel and and Netanyahu. And it is pretty amazing to me, if you read what we have been reading, remember last Monday we talked about it, this sunset clause where Obama's accepted this Iranian demand that that whatever restrictions they put on enriching uranium, et cetera, is going to be time limited. And then the out years, no sanctions, no restrictions, 
they can enrich uranium, and they have the means to deliver them. So in other words, they're giving the Iranian mullahs that have threatened to wipe Israel off the map a bomb. That, to well, me, certainly the Israeli leader will get the chance to lay out his fears tomorrow. Don't, but doesn't that really, considering all the proxy wars they've been fighting, state sponsors of terrorism, that, shouldn't that scare everybody? Why is that? I mean, you're a news guy. Do you want the Iranians to have nuclear weapons? I don't. Look, I think when we get the details of this, it'll be uh, fairly easy to, to gather where Democrats are on it, because uh, certainly Israel and the future of Israel is not just sort of a you know, a throwaway for either party. Uh, there, There's pretty big constituencies yeah. of both parties, so we'll have to see what the details actually are. By the way, this is how petty Obama has gotten. You want to know how small our president really is, uh, how he puts, you know, his personal feelings about being upstaged and overshadowed by a real-world leader? Anyway, so uh, he said he'll probably be watching ESPN or maybe listening to Jay-Z. Did you hear that? It was on Politico? I did not. They asked that at the briefing today. Uh, he's not going to watch Netanyahu's speech. question was asked of uh, Josh Ernest, and it didn't sound like he'd be watching, no. No. So he'd rather watch maybe not ESPN. He might give the Iranians nuclear weapons, and this guy's going to be watching ESPN or listening to Jay-Z. That sounds like a guy who would give a, say, speech about a beheaded American by the name of James Foley and then go golfing. It's, it's inexplicable to me. It's unforgivable to me. And it's frankly, on top of everything else, it's, it's frightening. You know why this matters, Jamie? Because if the Iranians get nukes with their professed radical ideology, hatred, disdain, and their history of violence, and their promise to wipe Israel off the map, we're risking a modern-day Holocaust, and the president will be listening to Jay-Z. That's pretty scary. Don't you think? Um, hey, it's your show. I'm I'm ready to go when, wherever you want to go. Well, I'm just saying it's a pretty scary time. Pretty scary time. All right. Now, we have a one-week extension of this Department of Homeland Security funding. It took place, what, two hours before the expiration on Friday. And we don't seem any closer to a deal today. No, I don't think there's going to be a deal. Uh, you know, at this point in time, it's still the, the bitter truth for Republicans is they, they have the votes to get what they want to through the House. They do not have the votes to get uh, something through the Senate that they want to do. In fact, later this afternoon, the, the Democrats in the Senate will block a motion that uh, would start an official House Senate negotiation about the, the question of funding for homeland defense and the restrictions on immigration actions. We've got a lot more uh, uh, infighting occurring amongst Republicans as that rages on. In fact, I just saw a statement from the uh, story about the guy who replaced Michelle Bachman in Congress just ripping fellow Republicans about <laughs> just didn't have strategically the smart thing going on. All right, a lot of stuff going on with immigration. Let me ask you this. So the IRS today defended the plan, we are going to give tax refunds to illegal immigrants who don't pay taxes. Also, the Daily Caller had a report today, Obama has invited deported illegals to come back to America, and Obama has threatened, uh, let's see, immigration and border agents who actually do their job and enforce the law. Uh, if you go to my blog at jimmydupree.com, I just put up the story a little while ago about the IRS uh, is defending giving the earned income tax credit to workers. If you're here, let's let's suppose that the, the president's immigration actions take hold. So somebody who is here illegally can get then a temporary legal status to stay in the U.S. You could begin working legally and be eligible for the earned income tax credit, that according to the IRS. Not only that, those people would be able to go back and retroactively claim a low-income tax credit, the EITC, for previous years that they worked in the U.S., even though they had been working illegally. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, Senator Charles Grassley of Iowa says that could mean, obviously, billions of dollars going out the door if they can retroactively claim several years of benefits under the earned income tax credit. I went back and found an exchange from a hearing in February with uh, John Koskinen, who's the IRS chief, and he said something I thought was very interesting. He said the law about the EITC doesn't say, this is quoting him, legally working. The law simply says it is tied to people working. In other words... If you're working illegally in the U.S., the IRS believes you are also eligible for the EITC. So under the president's executive actions, that would open up that uh, the EITC to them as well. By the way, I made a mistake on the ESPN and Jay-Z. That was my the White House said that he won't be watching the speech. That's what I tried to tell and you. Then, yeah. yeah. And well, you tried to correct me. And I, I stand corrected. I don't want to ever make mistakes, but apparently uh, a friend of mine put it at the bottom of the, the at the top of the thing. And I, uh, he sent me the the email one of one of my producers and uh said oh i guess he'll be golfing or play watching espn and i didn't read it fully so i made a mistake but he's not going to be watching that <laughs> no Yahoo. they said he would uh what what i took from josh Ernest today at the briefing was the president might watch a little but was not going to watch the yeah. whole thing yeah that's he's just too busy you know he probably has a golf date maybe he can play snow golf i don't know there ain't any golf going on in this town right now let me tell you eric holder on the way out says that he acknowledged he felt some of his own struggles with republicans in congress during his six years in office were driven in partly by race republicans are racist shocking and he also i don't think any republicans would agree with that we uh in terms of replacing holder while he's getting ready to leave there's not going to be a vote evidently this week on loretta lynch's nomination it made it through remember the senate judiciary committee last thursday but as of now, the, the majority leader, Senator McConnell, has not scheduled it for debate on the floor. I would bet, looking at the schedule, Sean, with the Congress ready to take a, an Easter break at the end of March, I would bet they're going to try to vote on it later in the month, but they may not move uh, swiftly to it. Of course, they've got to deal with all the immigration there, and Department of Homeland Defense stuff, too. Are the Republicans going to do anything about the FCC? I think they are, but this is one of the things that's interesting. In interviewing members the last couple of days, some are expressing aggravation with this ongoing fight over uh, the funding for Department of Homeland Security and the president's immigration actions because they're worried that it is crowding out some agenda items. There are some Republicans who would like to move on stopping the FCC. But again, it's like a lot of other issues, Sean. There's no unanimity amongst Republicans on what exactly to do. And there there are some efforts that are underway to try to figure out maybe a bipartisan approach. Others would like to come out and just stop the FCC. But it may be like a lot of other things, the legal battle, the, the court's and the legal actions by some of the companies involved who might be impacted by this, that that's going to take precedence. You know, we still haven't even gotten the details of what the FCC approved, Sean. Last week in their vote, I thought maybe after the vote we'd see the document. I'm told we won't see the document for another 30 days or so until they put it in the Federal Register and actually make it public. Good grief. Yeah, I I mean, as a reporter, I've... I've covered some stuff with agencies, not as much as uh, here in the Congress, but I just sort of figured, okay, that'll be done and we'll get, well, that's not the way it works. You know, the other strange thing about this is this Iranian deal is, you know, we're only going by reports and the fact that some people have been briefed on it. John Kerry's furious that it's been leaked, that there's this out clause, or if you will, the the sunset clause that's inserted in this that allows the Iranians to enrich uranium. Um, and, uh, you know, nobody knows fully what's in that deal. And then the, then the president's trying to bypass Senate, the Senate once again. 
Yeah, I'm not entirely clear on what the Senate's role is in this, because, I mean, I think back of some of the agreements with the North Koreans in recent years, in recent administrations, both Democrat and Republican, about their nuclear work and more, and none of those things have ever come to a vote. So I don't know what the threshold is for bringing something like this uh, before the U.S. Congress and before the Senate for an agreement. Let me go back one more time. You know what I think Obama's going to do? I'm just sitting here thinking as we were talking about it. I actually think Obama's going to watch every board of that speech. I don't think Obama, I think he's going to be glued to that TV. Well, as I said, the, and I the think Josh he's going to get angrier by the minute. He would, he would be watching minute. some, but maybe not all of it. Yeah, you know, it's just another backhanded slight, just like they have political operatives from the Obama campaign on the ground to defeat Bibi, and just like Kerry and Biden met with Bibi's opponent. Um, one other thing, I see Boko Haram video, uh, beheading video, shows ties to ISIS. Did you see that? I have not seen that, no. Yeah, Nigerian Islamic terrorist organization Boko Haram working together with the Islamic State, taking a page out of their playbook, releasing a new video of two prisoner beheadings. I will tell you one thing. I've got to take it to the Supreme Court arguments this week oh, on the, uh, the Obama health law. So i in the courtroom on Wednesday morning. Do you know what the six key words are? Uh, yes, I, I certainly do. I've been reading a lot about them. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, when are you going to be in the court? Uh, on that, uh, on that Wednesday morning. A, how did you get a ticket to that? How come I can't go to stuff like that? Uh, you know, I guess you're not the most connected man in Washington. What can I tell you? You know, the things you get to do and get paid for this. Yeah, but wait wait till I tell you where my seat is. I bet I'm going to be behind a, a marble pillar. If I can see one or two justices, that'll be good. I would stretch. That's all. All right, Jamie Dupree, thank you. See Appreciate you, it. All right, every two seconds, somebody breaks a cell phone. We all have cell phones these days. you got to protect your phone because it's a smart idea. They're very expensive to get them fixed. So I don't want you overpaying for insurance from your phone company, and I'm telling you to get Square Trade instead. Look, I've broken my phone. Every one of my family breaks their phone. If you get your insurance from your provider, AT&T, Verizon, or Sprint, you may pay as much as 11 bucks a month. You could pay up to $199 deductible when you break your phone. I want you to stop overpaying. Put that money in your pocket. Squaretrade.com protection plans. They're only half the cost of 5 bucks a month, much lower deductible. Now, you can keep your current provider if you're locked into a contract, AT&T, Verizon, or Sprint, no problem. You can cancel the insurance they give you. Keep your service. It's simple to do, and as a matter of fact, Square Trade will show you how. It's that simple. Now, do the smart thing. Protect your new iPhone, Galaxy, smartphone, any phone with Squaretrade.com. 5 bucks a month. Just go to squaretrade.com, squaretrade.com. If you like me, have four, five, six phones in the family, you're going to be putting $1,000 a year in your pocket where it belongs, squaretrade.com. Sean Hannity. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB.